Louise McSharry on 2FM. A new show premiered on RT1 on Friday night, The Shelter. Animal SOS offers an up-close and personal look at the work of the DSPCA and the vets who work so hard to help the animals. And one of those vets joins me on the line now, Elise O'Byrne-White. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks very much for having me. Thanks a million for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you. But before we talk about the show, I would love to chat a little bit about your kind of journey because you are not just a vet, you are also a rugby player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, um, I've been playing rugby since I was five years old. I started my rugby career in De La Salle, Parmesan, and uh, I ended up playing with the boys at that age because there was no girls teams. Mm. So that was, that's how it all started. Um, and I was captain of the boys team until, until I reached 12 years old and then I had to formally retire. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, can I just take a moment for that? I love that. You were the captain of the boys team. Yeah, yeah, incredible. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it at the time, um, but I suppose now looking back on it, yeah, it does seem a little bit strange. Um, but yeah, and then I had to retire because there wasn't any, there wasn't any way forward um, for for a girl at that age to to continue playing rugby. Mm. And it was only then when I went to college um, on Freshers Week I saw the stand for for Trinity Ladies Rugby and I said I'd give it a go again yeah and then then from there on I just kept at it and ended up playing um a bit of club rugby with Trinity and then I changed club to Old Belvedere and from there I was playing with Leinster and then Ireland so yeah it was just a series of events wow. and that happened later in life it's fantastic I love that and I love that because you know it is unfortunate that that is an experience that lots of women kind of our age had I think that sport wasn't necessarily the option for them I think things are improving but it's great to know that sometimes you just you know you can find your own path if you if if the opportunities present themselves and if you want it I suppose um so then tell me how you became a vet I mean I know the nuts and bolts of it but like what brought you to to become a vet (laughs) I suppose that's nearly another meandering story and that I didn't set out to be a vet uh, really uh, until again later. Didn't cross my mind. I went to Trinity and I did general science in Trinity. I specialized in zoology. Mm. And from there, I well, did a bit of traveling. I did a bit of uh, work in Indonesia doing bird catching and that sort of stuff. What? Bird then, catching? Yeah, yeah. So bird catching to... Uh, try identify a new species across um the islands in the Wakatobi region in Indonesia wow and I, I, yeah it, it wasn't my project but I was working on it um that's so, amazing yeah it was it was really amazing uh you know we were in the jungle for for two months and living in hammocks and um Whoa. yeah it, it was a great experience but it's not a very practical job if you want to kind of nine to five you can't yeah. really <laughs> yeah. to really see so uh after zoology I was kind of thinking that I'd love something that's you know as kind of dynamic and um challenging and I still love animals mm. so I saw practice um with a vet um I did a couple of weeks uh, down in Waterford and then I did a couple of weeks with with a large animal vet and I absolutely loved it and I said yeah I think this is this is the career that would suit me because mm. I love the challenge of it. I love how every day is different. So then I went back to UCD um, to do graduate veterinary medicine. And then that, that's that's how it happened. 
So then, obviously, as I mentioned, this new program, the Shelter Animal SOS, is basically looking at your work within the DSPCA and the work of the DSPCA. Tell me a little bit about that work. Well, it's, it's first of all, it's a great place to work. It's just, um, there's so many wonderful people who work there and it's a really magical place to go in every day mm. and you've just got a great sense of purpose. Mm. You know, with, with with what you're doing when you're looking after animals and the welfare of animals um, is wonderful. Mm. It's also quite a challenging job in that you have such a wide variety of cases and such a wide variety of animals coming in yeah. like sometimes sometimes I have I have cats and dogs which are the usual mm. I have horses I have hedgehogs um mm-hmm. foxes swans sometimes I have deer in uh so it's it's kind of it's kind of mad you know every yeah. day is, is a bit mental but that's what I love about the place like we've got such a great a great veterinary team and um it's really fun it's really fun to 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 get to be a part of doing something great now I have it in my head that swans are terrifying and they will absolutely end you if you cross them is that true (laughs) absolutely correct yeah (laughs) yeah there's uh, I live in Fibsborough and there is um swans have I don't know any of the technical terms but they have a nest uh, by the canal there uh, that you can see Um, and my last year during the pandemic it was one of the only things we had going on was like watching to see if the swans had had their babies had hatched yet Um, cygnets I believe is the technical term Uh, but uh, we were there recently just walking by where the nest is and my son wanted to look over the wall Um, so we looked over the wall from above at the eggs and we got to see their actual eggs which was incredible but like immediately the parent swans were coming over and I was like okay this was actually a terrible idea we are too close to their precious babies and I had to explain to my son I was like this was a bad idea this is not something we should do again this is their precious babies and they will go for you because I could just see him wandering down one day you know if we weren't looking for a few seconds um so yeah that's good to know good to know that we need to be cautious of swans um are there any swans that feature in the in the program yeah, actually, I think there is. Um, there's a swan called Swanathan, and I, yeah, <laughs> um, he's uh, he's going to be uh, in one of the episodes. Uh, he comes into us. Um, the thing about swans is uh, they come in kind of dull and quiet, and you're able to handle them. And then after a couple of days, like you said, they will go for you, hiss at you. Um, so, which is which is what I like to see because it means that they're feeling a bit better in themselves. But yeah, yeah they can be a handful. We we had another swan in there as well recently. He's not going to be in the episode, but his name was uh, Patrick Swansea. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, t- we take a lot of pride in naming our swans. I love it. They're fantastic names. Um, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is that, you know, you mentioned there that the work that you do is obviously diverse because you're working with lots of different types of animals. But you're also seeing animals coming from a, a wide range of situations, I presume. And sometimes, I mean, we read about the work of the DSPCA and sometimes they're coming from like absolutely heartbreaking situations. Is it difficult to kind of manage your emotions around that if you're someone who really loves animals or do you just kind of have to get a bit tough because it's part of the job yeah you do like some cases do really break your heart when you see them come in um and it's not it's not easy especially if it's a cruelty case Uh, it's quite difficult um but it is my job then to um to do 
to do the best that I, that I can in order to to either improve the welfare of the animal, you know, start them on their their medical plan, do a proper assessment, and that that's by me doing my job. It, that's the best I can do for that animal. Yeah. Um, or if I have to do a case report, you know, I have to be very objective. It, it's no good being emotional or having opinions about it. It is about um, you're being objective and and by doing that properly that's that's how you can assist in prosecutions mm. so i take it i take it very um seriously and that it's a great privilege to be able to be that person and have that responsibility and um the ability to to help those animals that come in in the, those situations um so yeah being emotional doesn't really help mm. it's just about getting on and, and doing doing the best you can mm. at, at your job that's the only thing that's actually going to make the difference well the episode that aired on friday featured bobby um a really sick pony um which i know will have broken a lot of people's hearts um can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that and how what what happened to bobby how bobby's doing yeah god bobby was in some state when when she came in you know i think people who saw the episode saw how sick she was she was barely able to stand um you know she kept collapsing she wasn't able to hold her own weight um she was really on death's door when when she came into us and um yeah we just started emergency treatment on her and she was a little fighter she managed to pull through um, it was just it was touch and go for the first few days, but mm. she she did manage to pull through in the end, and she became a little diva after after she <laughs> felt she she'd give you a little nip here and there. Um, <laughs> she didn't really repay repay us for all our hard work. Um, no, but she's a she's a lovely little pony, and she's been rehomed, and she's living the good life now. Yeah, it must be amazing to see because it's kind of come up a couple of times, just even in our conversation. It must be amazing to see their kind of personalities come through as they kind of return to health. Yeah, exactly. They all have they all have just um, their own little personalities, and sometimes when I go to work, especially during the pandemic, when I haven't been seeing anybody. I come home and I feel like I've met a load of people that day, but actually it's just been animals. Um, <laughs> I love it. You know, it, it yeah, it's that, that's what it's like. You just get to be all their different personalities. Some are sweet, some are a little bit feisty, uh, some are nervous, some have a great sense of humor. And yeah, it's really enjoyable. Well, I love it. And um, I, I think that people are really going to enjoy watching your work. Uh, personally, I would just like to say thank you to the DSPCA on behalf of my family, because we have two cats uh, that we adopted from the DSPCA. God, um, we were figuring it out the other day because we were like, oh, they're going to have to move on to their mature lady cat food. Um, I think they're, uh, we've got them about five or five or six years ago, and um, it's been amazing. Um, it's a great, absolutely great place to adopt a pet. Um, and obviously, it's the best way to do it is to adopt so if you want to watch the shelter animal sos it airs on fridays at 8 30 you can obviously catch up on the orti player it's on orti one on friday evenings thank you so so much to vet elise o'burn white i hope you have a lovely day thanks a million you too louise mcsherry on 2fm